This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Cut on every trash, CMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Wakey, wakey. Eggs and bakey. And welcome aboard. I'm Dan Grassa filling in for the talented Rick DiPietro. I might as well be Leonardo DiCaprio. That is right. Alongside me is my good friend, Dave Rothenberg. Locations close by or available from... What did I do here? That, that's troubling. Producing today's program is the esteemed leader today, who some say is on a power trip, Ray Santiago. You can call it lazy. You can call it whatever you want. The fact of the matter is I made a decision. You're going to have to live with it. Asserting his dominance. Helping out Ray and filling in for RJ is me, Tom Bauer. When I wore a younger man's clothes. Oh, as always, the company is rolling along with us. Thank you to all for listening this morning. We are DPH and Roth. But today, we're D&D. Islands I'll be Kenny street. Rogers. That is what you are. No yep. one in between. No one in between. How can we be wrong? How can we be wrong? Sail away with me. Sail away with me. To another world. To another world. And we'll rely on each other. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Plus, by the, whatever. By oh. the way, you know who wrote that song? Stop it. Stay on script. You're not supposed wrote to do song. that. Uh, you know, yeah. Call us whatever you want, but don't call us lazy. You can listen to this program every weekday morning, 6 to 10, right here on 9870 ESPN. New York, number to call, 1-800-919-3776. Nosotros. It's almost good. Bien. Ah, <laughs> uh, two. <laughs> well, we got one hour to go on this unbelievable show today. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy. Kodai Senga, you know about him, right? He's on the Mets. He's got some arm fatigue. Just days into spring training. Are the Mets in for another rough year? Knicks and Nets return to action tonight. We're all keeping our eyes on the injuries for the Knicks and what that would mean for the rest of their season as that shapes out. Also in action tonight are the three local hockey teams with the Rangers facing the Devils and the Isles out in Missouri taking on the Blues. And as always, around 9.15, we got Stuff You Missed, The Sim. We also got our three stars to end the show. Both, of course, are going to feature the great Ray Santiago. But before we get to all of that, Raymond, what happened to the Thursday Open? That's a sore subject for Dave this morning. Gray made the executive decision, and now we've got the West Coast Open. An idea coming, of course, from the mind of Dan Grassa. How do we do, and what do you think of the West Coast Open? Nah, fantastic. And you know what? Now, without further ado, let's get on with the show. Here is one of the namesakes of the show. It's my buddy Dave Rothenberg. Wow. How about that? That's a West Coast Open. That was. Couple couple things. Firstly, great drops. Very funny. The uh-huh in unison. Wonderful. Bauer, it felt like you were competing in a speed reading commercial there. Like Usain Bolt. I mean... You yeah. were you were trying to really rush your way through that open. Yeah, I was trying to make up some time for uh, when we uh, slipped up in the mi- in the middle of that. Uh, slipped up. Dan just went rogue. Yeah, I went rogue. I mean, well, remember the, the, the West Coast Open? You could go rogue. Yeah, but Raymond, you were taken aback that he's just like, well, who wrote that song right there in the middle? That was very unopen, like, right? Who wrote I mean, the song? It, it's one thing to, 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 to drop Gibb, a comment BG's in man. there. Oh, look at that. Yeah, but you know, no, that, but see, that's that the sort, that sort of stuff is usually reserved after the open. I got it, but the, but the West Coast Open has different rules. Remember, we're Clearly. creating this thing today. 
And by the way, how, what was the, because I forgot already. I mean, it happened three hours ago. Yeah. Um, where was it here? <laughs> what was the uh, context behind the uh, the uh, European Ray Wino Thursday Open thing? Oh, it was like the European women, remember? <laughs> right, right. It was, it was, it was the, the, the tall, center, the, the, the tall the European yeah, if, a, if, a, if a large, a large, large European woman would approach Ray today, taller than him, and say, Raymond, take me back to your abode, he says yes. Raymond, dance with me. <laughs> and by the way, why not Thursday open? Yeah, why, why, Raymond? Why? My big pressing question, Raymond, is why no open on the Thursday? Ray, before you sweep this me is, off of my feet, I've got to I need tell to you, know why no open on the Thursday. I've got to tell you, this is making me very uncomfortable. Uh, Raymond, very much. We we strive for uncomfortability because you do not provide us with a, the Thursday open. Ray, my day do not start with the Thursday open. I need the open on the Thursday. It's not Friday. It's not a Wednesday. Okay, now now the accent's all over the place. I what know. are we doing? Make love to me, <laughs> Ray. <laughs> I've gone too far. You're getting a little silly. Uh, 1-800-919-3776. Oh, so we started the show hours ago when we revisit that hours later on the heels of a glorious West Coast Open, and that is my... Major concern for the Mets ace, Kodai Senga. Yeah, it's uh, not good. It, it, it hasn't changed in the last three hours. I have, a, I mean, very, very worried. I guess he's going to undergo all the imaging and stuff today. I don't feel great about this well, whatsoever. Do we have? Do we have the audio there from uh, Skipper Carlos talking N- about it? N- no, maybe they can dig it up. But the I only reason it in front I, of me. yeah, it, it's somewhere floating around the universe. But my point is, he was very vague. Didn't want to offer details. They said, well, he's going to go for imaging. Just like when Julius Randle got hurt, Tom Thibodeau after the game was, yeah, you know, where he's still getting checked out. Like, they don't tell you anything. Well, they're not going to tell like, you anything. Which is like, no news is not necessarily good. And the truth is, they probably don't know anything, right? He goes, he throws a little bit. He has, he has you know, some arm fatigue. And we don't know. So now they're going to undergo all of the particulars. Here's the thing. You undergo MRI, that kind of stuff. That's You know the results immediately. Right. Or within, you know, doctor gets it. This is not me. Who undergoes like a back MRI and then it's got to get back to the doctor. You got to bring the disc and all that. This is this is quick stuff. I mean, you can you can shoot the the scans on on email for God's sakes. Now, I want to know something quickly. Like by the time we're off the air tomorrow, we should have full understanding of what's going on with Senga. Well, hopefully, we know before we even get on the air tomorrow. I mean, it would be nice. And maybe this is much ado about nothing. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully it is. But bottom line is, if it is something even quasi significant, then whatever you thought the Mets could be this year, it probably takes a significant hit. If this is quasi-significant and you don't do anything to replace him, right, because you have two guys that are there that you could bring in, even if it's a short-term, you know, deal that you say, all right, you know what, I'm going to lose Senga, but I bring in Montgomery. All right, you know what, that's not the end of the world. But if you lose Senga for any extended period of time and now your ace is, I mean, I don't even know who it would be. No, you wouldn't have an ace. But here's the thing. What, and I understand Boris is the one kind of pulling the strings here with, with, with his clients. What point of spring training do you get to if you're Snell, if you're Monk, as we're talking about the pitchers, with right. Snell and Montgomery? Do you decide, screw it, I'll take a one-year deal for whatever? I, I think you're going to have to. Uh, let me, a, a one-year deal. The thing is, could you imagine if you're Blake Snell and you wanted 9 and 270 and you have to take a one-year deal? And if you're the Mets, do you pay one of those guys like one year, real, like pay them? Like one year at a big number, and then you know that you're out from under after the one year, and if they have a great season, maybe they get the, the big contract next offseason. Well, I'm going to say what I said the other day about Snell, and here's the reminder that I, I think that's even more punitive, though, for the for a one-year deal, one deal for Snell. Because remember, he rejected the qualifying offer. 
from Tampa. So you're right. down two draft choices. Plus, you then have to tack on whatever type of penalties you would incur from your luxury tax on top of the, let's say, $30 million that he's going to want for one year. So you might be paying this guy like 60-plus million or 60-something million oh, dollars okay, for one you season. Could. I mean, right so now. Then, in your mind, if you're David Stearns, if you're Steve Cohen, right. you're running the business. If you're David Stearns, probably not. If if you're – okay. Or Steve I, Cohen. I, I would, I, but I would want this to be asked to Steve Cohen. You can't Cohen. justify paying Yamamoto $65 million to pitch for one year, much less Blake Snell. Steve, all right? You be Steve. Ready? You role play with Steve? Sure. All right. Um, what do you – What do you, you have a healthy Senga. What do you expect this season? I expect us to compete. Compete means like really be right there, maybe even meaningful games in September. Meaningful like games in September. All right, so we've yeah. just lost. Uh, I hate even saying this. We've just lost Senga for for four months. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to be playing meaningful games in September. Our ace is now Luis Severino. Our two is Quintana. I got Manaya, who was uh, like unpitchable. I, you know, no, but we got Edwin Diaz back. Yeah, I our get lineup. It. Our guys in our lineup are healthy. Steve, I'm telling. I'm just telling you right now. You're, you're the odds of you going to the playoffs took a legitimate hit or competing and playing meaningful games in September. You can go out there and sign Blake Snell one year, $31 million. It'll cost you $58 million. Is that something we'd like to do? David, I'm not giving up two draft choices for Blake Snell. I'm not in love with him to begin with. Here's what we're going to do, okay? You you and your analytics team, we're going to try to piece this thing together and stay competitive for four months. Call me back at the trade deadline because if we're in the mix then, then I'll put some more resources into this thing and go for it in the second half of the season when Senga's ready, and then we'll see what else is available on the trade market. All right. And even, and even and by the way, even with, and now we're back to Dan and Dave, right? No yeah, more. Yeah. Okay. Right. So. Who was I originally anyway? You were David Stearns. Oh, okay. Yeah. You did a good job, by the Thank way. Thank you. Um, even if Senga is healthy and doesn't miss any time, I still could see the Mets being active at the deadline. Like, they might change their opinion completely once August. When is the deadline this year? I don't even know. Uh, July 31st, right? That's what it was last year. Is it still the 31st? Uh, like, is it locked, I, I, I set in know. stone? I think that's just when it but is. But anyway, like, if the I could see them being active because if, this— If they're competitive. Competitive, right. yes, because I, I think that next year they are going to go all in again. So why not try to bridge that gap late into this season and make a run if one July could 30th. Oh, July 30th. Yeah. What day of the week is that? Um, uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Last year was August 1. This year, July 30. I don't have a day of the week for you. Does that does that affect you at all? Well, because you just mentally prepare yourself. Like, what day of the week when you're going to be monitoring all the trade deadlines? Uh, I think it's a Tuesday, I believe. All right, Tuesday's a good trade deadline day. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. All right. Because then we have a show meeting on Wednesday in in my calendar already. How do you have a show meeting lined up already for August? Uh, we're very we're very serious about the show meetings on this show. Interesting. Yeah. So your your idea is let me ride it out for a while. But what happens if you just have you 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 don't have any pitching? I mean, let's just say Severino picks up where he left off, and Manaya picks up where he left off, and Katana's fine, and you know Adrian Hauser is Adrian Hauser. You just you don't have enough pitching to get yourself to Tuesday, July the thirtieth. Unfortunately. There are some teams that find ways to win even with horrible pitching. Like, they do. Like, you don't have a great starting staff or you have, like, you know, um, you know, one of the worst team ERAs, for example, in all of baseball. And yet, if you could somehow mash your way to the wild card round, you do it. Do you know who had? How about this? Yeah. Well. You going to say something? Now, I was trying – Arizona last year, okay, their ERA as a staff 
was 20th in baseball. Okay. So that's essentially bottom third, and they went to the World Series. Yeah, but, but Zach Gallon is a, is a really good pitcher. Texas he, Rangers were 18th. Okay. And they won a World Series. Well, they also have guys that are the best versions of themselves. Like, of all these, he's fine in the regular season. He's a star in the postseason. But I'm saying, like, you can – so all we're asking for the Mets is get through four months. I don't know if you can. Get to July 30th. I, I don't know if you can. I just think – and maybe that's why I'm not freaking out as much. You can't be any worse than they were last year. And I know the payroll had a lot to do with it and the expectations of but a lot of those But at least I didn't guys. go into last year thinking it was going to be a disaster. No, you went in expecting World Series, right, which made which it even was a worse. tremendous disappointment. But I'm going into this year thinking, boy, you know what? It's teetering already. If I lose Senga for an extended period of time, I'm, I'm punting on the season if well, I don't replace I don't him. It, I don't think it should be a stressful season if you're a Met fan. I really don't think so. Because if the expectations are low, they can only exceed them. They're not going to be any lower than that. Right? They're not going to be any lower than what you think the expectations are. They're not going to be as bad as last year. So I think anything above that is a positive. All right. Listen, I think we have a little differing view because I'd like and But you I'd said l- earlier, you don't think this is a World Series team. No, I, you shouldn't. There's no way it's a World you Series. You shouldn't. But, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't like to, on September 8th to be saying, you know what? I'm excited to sit down and watch the Mets you game You will tonight. have a Mets game worth watching on September 8th. I'm pretty confident. You believe that? that? I really believe that. Okay. I think, and you know what? To me, from a fan experience... That, those are the is that too much to ask for? No, it's not. It's not. And I think it makes the viewing experience throughout the season more fun. When things happen like unexpectedly because you didn't go into the season with all these lofty expectations, that's enjoyable as a fan. Because it's taking you along for a it's ride. It's something better. When, when, you, when, you're, when all the pressure's on you and you have huge expectations and you win, it's awesome. But it could be when you When, when you, you have no expectations... And you go on a magic carpet ride and you win. That's, I mean, the, the 86 Giants was amazing. And they hadn't won in such a long time. And it was it was amazing. But the Super Bowl, but they were expected to win. The Giants were the best team in football right. all year long. They went 14-2. and two. They lost their opening game by three points. Their their other loss was by five. They lost two games by a combined eight points that season. Right. That's how good they were. Both they on the road. destroyed everybody in the, in the postseason all year long. I mean, it, and it was great. And I'll remember it for the rest of my life. Super Bowl 42, when you thought they may or may not win a game against Tampa and followed that up with a win against Dallas and Green Bay and undefeated New England is the greatest run I've ever seen. Right. The greatest and, and something that I will remember even more fondly for the rest of my life. Because you didn't expect and, and if you want to bring it back to the Mets, that's what the run to the World Series in 2015 was. Nobody expected that. Mm-mm. Middle of that season, like I remember going to games that year where like the middle of the order was John Mayberry Jr., Eric Campbell. That team might score like three runs a week. And then you're telling me that they ended up in the World Series and went in as the hot team? Yeah. I mean, they, they swept their way through the, right. the, the National League. I almost said the Eastern Conference. Uh, by the way, here is Carlos Mendoza on the injury to Senga. Yeah, after the after his side session yesterday, he came in and you know experienced some arm fatigue. Uh, so he's staying inside, and we're taking a look at him. We'll see. We got to get with the trainers because that was that was late. Obviously, um, I got to get more information. But he he got on the mound yesterday, and today he came in and you know just overall arm fatigue. It's great. Overall arm fatigue. Not great. No, not great at not all. Not great, Bob. And like I said, remember this is a guy last year who, despite the fact that he was fairly available. Only pitched 160 innings. Only 160. Right. And remember, w- was not great early. Got no. much better as the season went along. He used to walk. And, uh, his... and, and, you know, you'd be fourth inning and he'd be at 83 pitches. Right. Walk the ballpark and his home and road splits were very, very great home noticeable. Pitcher. He great. was a great home pitcher. But but then, then that finally corrected itself in the second half of the season. And again, 
they gave him an extra day of rest most times so he could stay on the Japanese routine. No, I think you have to have, even if you're an optimistic fan about this whole thing, you have to have a tremendous amount so of if worry. So we, if we put concern, like which I do, I always look at this for pitchers. Like it happened with the Yankees with Nestor Cortez. Year after your career high in workload, some don't always respond. It happened to Nestor. Clark Schmidt's going to deal with the same thing this year for the Yankees. Right. Don't you almost look at it with Senga as the same thing with him? And may, I don't know what his workload was in Japan, but I'm saying it's a new baseball life for him last year. Of course it is. Everything new. I mean, it, it's a new you know, continent you're living they on. Use, do they use a different baseball that they do in Japan? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's a different baseball, and it's a guy that, you know, it's a lot of innings, and it's a brand new season. The thing that just it brings me back to it every time, it's like, God, he hasn't even pitched like, if you had arm fatigue in, in August, you say, all right, you know, he's pitched for five months, and you understand. The fact that he has arm fatigue in February, the like, the infancy stages of spring training. We talked about it yesterday with Judge. Like, you know, this is the best you're right. supposed to feel. Right. The beginning of spring how training. Many how many times do you listen to a guy that says, boy, you know, I, I haven't felt like this in eight years. Best I just shape feel in my so, life. so great. Best shape of my life since day one of spring training last year. Right? That's what it is. Yeah. And, and again, let's not kid ourselves about Senga. Senga's the best of what they have right now. But I think on a playoff caliber, championship caliber team, I don't want Senga to be anything of more course. than, let's say, the two or the three. But uh, beggars can't be choosers. What you are right now is a team that's pedestrian, especially the pitching staff. So he is the best you have. And to potentially lose the best you have is very concerning. The thing about the Mets, too, and, I, and maybe this factors into their process – about not going out there and trying to add more pitching before this injury, let's say. They've got dudes in the minor leagues. Now, I don't know how far these guys are, how close they are, but the Christian Scotts, the Mike Vassals, the Dominic Hamill, those three guys are like the next in line as far as starting pitchers. And one of them at least might make an appearance at some point this year in City Field. So maybe David Stearns thinks, we like these guys. They're eventually going to be taking up slots in our rotation. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything and nail us down maybe. to some pitching long term. Maybe. By the way, they really like Jet Williams. I like uh, Jet Williams. Yeah. We, we had him on the show a couple weeks back. Really? Yeah. Two T's with Jet, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys fan, unfortunately. Everybody's got problems. From Dallas, what do you want? Well, I don't want him to be a Cowboys. Well, that's the other part about what what could be exciting with the Mets this year. Like, think about all these prospects, whether it's Jet Williams, Acuna, Acuna, uh, Drew Gilbert. Mm -hmm. These guys could be making their way to City Field this season. To me, as a fan, that's exciting when you see the next wave. The the unknown, the young guy, is always exciting because it gives you hope. Have... let, let, let's let the season start here. Right. You know what I mean? Like, let, have some faith. Let's let the season start. Yeah. Um, Raymond, speaking of starting, are, are you ready? I think so. Filling in for one RJ Santillo, it's Raymond J. Santiago. Now, see ya! Bang! Touchdown! Rebound score! The sh- you missed. So I went back and forth on whether I should put this story in observations or I should make it sim, and I feel like it's something that has to be discussed, but not something that you would normally get into. So, Dave, are you familiar with the uh, the Jersey situation with Major League Baseball this year? Oh, sure. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you get that one I s- text I sent you, Ray? I did. How funny did. was it that? Ma- it, makes, it makes a lot of sense. How funny so, was so, that? So, you know Nike took over the uh, the MLB jerseys a couple years ago, Dave. Right. Now, now this year, uh, Nike still got the swoosh on the jerseys, but I guess Fanatics is responsible for That's right. making the jerseys. And the the reviews from players and fans alike are, they're not well. They're not good. 
Uh, they're getting roasted. They're not well. They're not. Uh, they're being roasted by every and anybody that that has them. So uh, they've been panned on social media for more than a week, and it's getting louder and louder as the players are in spring training. So the latest issue. Did you see uh, Shohei Otani's uh, you could, you photo could see, shoot? You could see his jersey through his pants. You could see the jersey tails tucked into the pants. <laughs> they look very transparent. Awful. You could see everything through them. Uh, it, it, if my kid's Little League team looked mm-hmm. like that, I'd be like, guys, this is this is not what we're so looking for. So an outdoor sport mm-hmm. that's played in the summertime, right. mostly during the daylight, mm-hmm. think about some of the things that you might be able to see this year. The goodness. Yeah. The essence. Yeah. Do, do players still wear the jock straps? Those are still a thing, right? I would hope so. <laughs> some do, some don't, some Bob. Do. <laughs> Even the catchers don't. You're, what? Oh, boy. Oh, yes. Do you see how some, some of them guys, get I foul balls? Yeah, oh. some, some, some guys would rather take the risk yep. than, than, than oh, oh, it feels uncomfortable. Very restricting. I don't want it there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Sure. Uh, you know, I was surprised to hear years ago that NFL players don't really wear cups. Yeah. Full disclosure? Yeah. Football? Never wore one. You never wore one? No, never wore one. Why? So you never Why? wanted children. You're terrible. Well, I mean, if you if you want to take <laughs> no, that kind you, of risk, you're just like no, nah, uh, because because I was one of those people who thought, oh, well, no, I don't want it. It slows me down. It's uncomfortable. I, I'll take the risk. And I feel like everyone had that had that same mentality. You know, I remember from baseball, it, it, it was either like little league or high school or whatever, which was I, I, even then I thought it was disgusting. Like you know, how you had like the equipment bag with the bats and the helmets and stuff. There was like a team cup. What? Like what? a general team cup? No. They, like, yeah, whoever was gross. like catching, yeah, disgusting. Ew. I never partook, of course. We wouldn't catch. No, I wouldn't catch. Yeah, right. I had my own. I mean, I used my own. Oh, even at that age. Were you a baseball knew... player growing up? Oh yeah. Were you good? Very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could center field could could catch anything. Really? Yeah. Anything. Anything. Decent was, hitter. I was I was diminutive at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like I was like a speed. Played guy. high school baseball. Yes, speed guy. But I was my glove was going to keep me in the game. Really? Because, yeah. So you're, you're the the Harrison Bader of your high school team. Didn't have the pop that Harrison Bader uh-huh. did. I was, you know, but I, I, I love playing the outfield. I, I, I took I took pride in that. Okay. Nice. That's it. NBA's back in action today. Knicks yes. head down to Philly to take on the Sixers. You can hear the pregame right here, 6.30 p.m., 98.7 ESPN, after the Michael K. Show. Uh, Kenny Albert on the call of Monica McNutt for that one, just FYI. Uh, injury reinforcements on the way. Got Dante DiVincenzo with this hamstring. He's been removed from the injury report. Injury reinforcements? Yes. Is that the phrase you would use reinforcements yeah. from injury yeah uh, yeah i don't i think maybe, you can say injury reinforcements it gets the job done okay. i think you know what they're talking about all right yeah. i uh isaiah hartenstein stein, stein. stein. yeah I, see i said i wasn't gonna do it and then i did it because i i had that Stephen Eggos. a drop in my head yeah. ih ih and boyan bogdanovich they've both been listed as probable after practicing for the second straight day yesterday so expect all three of those guys to be thank back. god while, i can't while, watch jacob Toppin play much more <laughs> while mitchell what, robinson didn't do it for you no OG and Julius continue to rehab from their injuries. So the Nets play Toronto, 7 p.m. Uh, the Rangers, they're going for nine straight wins as they head down to the Rock in Newark to face the Devils. Artemi Panarin and Jimmy Vesey did not skate yesterday with lower body injuries, so they're listed as questionable. I got some good news, though. Yes. Feel, feel good news, though. Oh, who, okay. do you th- who do you think's in goal tonight there, Bob? I couldn't tell you. I, 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 What's well, he saying? I, who do you think? I'm going to go yeah, quick. I'm going to say quick to, although he was so good. What are they, do they have I another could game? See, I could they see play Shesty. Saturday. I could see Shesty today and, and quick on Well, you know, here's the thing. Saturday. They play Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, yes. Sunday, that's so what I, I mean. Think, I think what you do is you go Shesty tonight. That makes the most sense. And then quick on split, Saturday. The, split them over the weekend. Quick on Saturday, yes. But <laughs> historically, historically, what are the numbers of Igor against the Devils? He's good against the Devils, right? 
Quick, of course, unfortunately, too good against them in 2012, but... So Saturday's the Flyers, Sunday's the Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. And, Sa- and Saturday's Well, that, an my afternoon. point is I think you'd want to play Shesty against Philadelphia, right? I think Shesty tonight. I think Shesty tonight. My guess is mm-hmm. Shesty tonight, Shesty Saturday, and then quick, quick Sunday. on Sunday Yeah, is my I, guess. I would say Shesty tonight, quickie on Saturday, okay. and uh, Shesty on Sunday. All right. That's my Are they thought. skating today, Bob, or no? Uh, I think they've got a morning skate. They do? Okay. Yeah. So we'll figure it all out uh as that goes along. Uh, Feel-good news. Uh, Johnny Brodzinski, team announced that he has an agreement for a two-year extension. Uh, nice. Worth 787000 annually. So that, that's, a, that's a nice story for Johnny. He's 30. Uh, he's been in the NHL eight seasons. He's, skated, he's been up and down uh, between L.A., San Jose, and the Rangers, AHL, NHL, AHL. He's only played in 138 NHL games, uh, 13 goals, 19 assists. Uh, good guy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy, and the team is really happy that uh, Johnny got an extension. Yeah, it was a good so. story. Like um, family basically like following him around the country. Like it's a great pro hockey career, living in these like motels with him and stuff. Plays so hard. Desperately wants to be. On this team, and not for nothing, but like you know, he's been up since uh, the Filipino injury, and, he, and it's not just like uh, oh, we'll give you a contract. For you. The, the guy's played well. No, no, he's, 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 he's been he's great. A decent, on that third yeah, he's line. a decent player. And, he certainly and, deserves his his time and, here. And and he's he's bringing an element of speed at the center position that you know they otherwise don't really have. So he's there's a role all right. So question for you, Mister Ranger, because you produce all the games. Would you look for a center at the trade deadline? I think they're looking for everything at the mm-hmm. deadline. But I think right wing is probably a bigger Yeah, they got eyes the on moment. that dude from Seattle. Was it Remington or whatever? There's a bunch of names being thrown out there. Seattle underachieving this year. It's like they're back to being an They did get red club. hot at one point, though. Yeah. Isles also in action tonight. They go to St. Louis to face the Blues. We win! I just wanted an excuse to play that. Don't blame me. Uh, quarterback Justin Fields says he wants to stay with the Bears. Here he is on the St. Brown Brothers podcast yeah of course of course i want to stay i can't see myself playing in another place but if it was up to me i would want to stay in chicago i love the city the city's lit the fans are you know they're great Mm -hmm. and the people it's a business i ain't got no control over it so whatever happens happens but i feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now i just want to be over like just let me know if I'm getting traded. Let me know if I'm staying this and that. Because I like watching film in the offseason. I like watching the offense. You feel me? Seeing what they're going to do a lot and uh, stuff like that. So. Yeah, this, there's going to be a lot of speculation over that in the next. Do they have that bed playing underneath the podcast the entire time? That's what it seems like. Because I would feel like I'd have to. Why like, would you be... play music under a podcast? That's what I mean. Like, I would, I would feel like I'd have to be even better. Like, maybe even break out into, like, song and dance or something it's, while I'm it's, on it. It's odd. He wants this to be over. It's just not were on you the gonna verge do any... of being over. Were you going to do anything? I don't want to cut you, you know, step on your toes. Were you going to do anything on the Patreon? or no i was not okay be, what on the of, apple doc no on the film the film study thing there was i don't know if no it couldn't have been in the apple doc because it was about this year's team but apparently there was a report coming out i saw yesterday that things were so toxic this past year bailey zappy one of the quarterbacks he wouldn't even oh, watch we, we, we got into that last week yeah he went into yep. another another like the room. wide receivers room yeah, because he couldn't watch in the quarterback very right. nasty yeah. uh Three college uh, stories quickly to get to. So college football officials are discussing already expanding to a 14-team playoff in 2026. Uh, Executive (laughs) Director Bill Hancock acknowledged the idea was discussed at meetings in Dallas on Wednesday, but declined to provide specific details, saying there's still work to be done. So look forward to that uh, after we're just going to 12 this year. Uh, Also on the college football front, uh, I don't know that Dave cares about this, and Dan probably doesn't either, but players uh, can begin opting in to EA Sports College Football 25. So more than 11,000 college football players will get their first chance to opt in and earn $600 a piece in the EA Sports name, image likeless plan. They'll also get a copy of the game. 
typically valued at seventy dollars. They would remain in the game. Seventy dollars. Yeah, that's, that's what they cost. That's, the game that's how now. much the games are now. Yeah, seventy. Yeah. They'd remain in the game for the entirety of their careers, yeah. but could opt out of future editions. Up to eighty-five players per school will initially appear on rosters, which comes out. I don't this summer. I don't seventy dollars. Seventy bucks. I don't play it. Does, does Doug Flutie it come to your house? Deal. It was a big deal when it was a big. I don't game. play it, but I I think it's great that they actually get to monetize a little bit. I, you know what I would do? I would change the names or whatever. Like you could put in real, and I would make them the real names. Oh, that I, they I, were. I I used to it was down, painstaking. I know. I used to download people. People would go through all that trouble, and then they'd share the rosters, and I could download them. I used to play a game called Stratomatic Baseball. Yeah, that's like you'd roll back the, in the day. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm an older than you guys. And, and then, then I, my first video game was Atari. Remember 2600. that? And I'll, I'll close out with this one, Dave. Uh, remember the big uh, Texas A&M Commerce Incarnate yeah. Word Brawl? We got we got some suspensions. Yeah, four players from each team were suspended for flagrant unsportsmanlike ac- actions. The suspensions will begin immediately. The brawl, of course, course, broke out during the handshake line after Monday's game. Wow. Good job by you. You know what? I miss RJ a lot. I didn't really miss him a ton in that stuff you missed. We break. We come back. Get to your calls. one 800 919 Seven six Glaber Torres addressed his future as a Yankee. We'll get to that next on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, DPHR Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. Would, would, you, would you sit yourself down? And make yourself comfortable. So I left the studio. I know you did, but it's not you, like I just you made stand. No, no, I know that, but you made really no effort to to hustle back into your chair. No, that's not true. I mean, it was uh, Pete Rose would not be happy with the way you you hustled back into this segment here. What what were the odds that Pete Rose was going to have that I minus three hundred? Minus three hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, minus three hundred. Um, so Glaber Torres spoke yesterday. The mustached Glaber Torres. Yeah, I, I got to tell like you, Nestor Cortez. Now you, they had a picture of them together. And Uncanny. You're, you're like, which one fact is uh, Yankees should do like a stepbrothers there? type of thing. Like, a, by the way, yes. I haven't gotten your take. I talk about it with Rick all the time. He kind of downplays this. The fact that we're in 2024 mm-hmm. and the Yankees will not let anyone have a beard is one of the most ridiculous things in 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 the world yeah, right I'm now. You. I'm with you. It's amazing. Like, you can't I mean, have long hair. You can't have a beard. A beard. You can't have a, like a well kept beard. Well, the Islanders do the same thing with Lou. Uh, okay, but that's it's ridiculous. I agree. Do you, here's the thing, though. Do you really think, and this, I don't want to 
take us in a different path here, but do you really think that that stands in the way of them getting players? Probably not. I don't think so. Pro- probably not. Dude, if someone's going to pay me, it does. then I think that the people need to check themselves, like the players themselves. Why? If you are, what player has like scraggly? Can you think? On the Yankees or on the no, Islanders? No, no, in, 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 all, in all of sport. In but it's all not only that, too. Like, think, yeah, Verdugo had to shave. Right. No, but I'm saying, what happens if there's a Verdugo free agent and he's like, I'm not, I'm, let's not do it. The Yankees just say, then we don't want well, you. who was the guy that came out and said publicly, like, I didn't want to go to the Yankees because I wasn't going to shave or something like that? There was a guy. It was in the last couple of years. But he wasn't like some big-time player either. But there's a lot of dudes in baseball right now who do look like, you know, a, a Grizzly Adams. Right. Which, I mean, sometimes you look at them and you're like, oh, I don't love that look. But, I mean, you, 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 at this day and age, you should be able to kind of appear the way you'd like. But no? it's not even that, too. I mean, all right, so so take the people, like the coaching staff. They also have to abide by those rules. Everybody like you can't has have any to. Facially, and they're not making, you know, tens of millions of dollars like the players Everybody are in some cases. Everybody has to. But, but they're the Yankees. and they, I mean, I guess any organization can do it the same way I can sit here and say I don't like it. Well, we talked about it with the hockey thing over the weekend. Right? Like all three, three of the four teams had fun entering – MetLife Stadium, except the Islanders. They have to wear suits. Right. Proper suits. But, I mean, you can't just lighten it up a little bit. I agree. For for one entrance into what's supposed to be a a fun, wonderful weekend. And it was a great weekend in hockey. But, no, they got to show up in their suits. Why? Why? Because that's the way the guy running the uh, organization wants it. Uh, Here is Glaber, the mustachioed Glaber Torres. He wants to be a Yankee for life. I don't want to leave from here. I feel in home right now. I know everybody, my brothers, family here. I want to be Yankee for life, but uh, that's on my my goals. Let's see what happens. Now, he may want to, and they may like him, and I do believe they like him. I don't think it makes sense to sign him to a long-term deal. No, a, no, no, no. Another no. player, a lot of money? He's a guy that, I mean, because we talked about it the other day, right? He's a guy that if the Yankees want to maybe change things up a little bit at the deadline, he's still your chip. Right. He's still your chip that another team, like, let's say... If it's a small market club that has a player that they know they're not going to be able to sign, and maybe he has a year or two left to control, Glaber's the type of player maybe you ship over there. That's going to get you something in return. No, or no, well, no, 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 because then you got to then you have then that team would have to pay Glaber. So let me take that back. If you want to get, it's like a win-win type of trade for two teams. Like, well, hey, maybe we need you, a bat, get, you, you get need the rental arm. that you need for the rest right, of the season, exactly. right? Like a pitcher versus. He's going to get paid. I just, I mean, you're going to pay Judge potentially you Soto. I mean, Glaber Torres, too? Look at some of the names that are Gary free agents Cole? next year. Right. Glaber Torres is not on that level with those names. Uh, let's go to Jared in Morganville. Say good morning, Jared. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, guys. Uh, did the West Coast Open take place in Brooklyn this morning? No, it, it did not. Dan is not privy to that. He oh, doesn't okay. know that. I'll explain that to him. In, in, well, I'll explain it to him right now. Tell me right now. So when Joe Leo did the Open that one day, mm-hmm. he said the Knicks returned from their West Coast trip in Brooklyn. And I was like, West Coast trip in Brooklyn. And that's been... But I know what he meant, though. Well, it was weird. They were on a West Coast trip. And they the, came back and they were playing in Brooklyn. Yeah, but that... He's not wrong with that. He said, yes, it, it is. Don't be the public... The way public he structured def- the sentence you're th- saying? Yes, the sentence structure was they my problem They returned from there. their West Coast trip in Brooklyn. I, I still find nothing wrong with it. Well, it's I'm going to defend wrong. Joe. Ja- Jared, I'm sorry. This is what he does. Whenever he hears something, he's, he becomes the public defender. No, I'm not a contrarian. He's the Marsha Clark of the show. Go ahead. Not Chris Darden. Why? All right, so I, I was catching up on the podcast, and you guys were talking about worst professions yesterday, and you'd mentioned the uh, podiatrist and the dentist. I wanted to ask you guys: CMT, yeah. worst profession, podiatrist, dentist, or proctologist? Oof. Well, I would I would trash the podiatrist. I would cuddle. No. 
You well, think the podiatrist is the worst? No, I think the worst is the proctologist. I'm trashing what I consider to be not the worst, the best. Which did you say, podiatrist or proctologist? He said both. No, but what did you say? I'm tr- the one to me. I'll rank them from three to one. Yeah. All right. The third being being bad, right? The third being bad, podiatrist. That's not awful. The third being bad. The worst one is number one. Oh, how is this so confusing no, but you to said you? Trash. And, and no, you're oh changing the rules. You're changing the rules. I'm not changing anything. You're obviously your body is shutting down. You're so tired. You're waking up so early. The, the from three to one. The the worst one being one. Do you understand that? Gotcha. Three podiatrist, mm-hmm. two dentist, one proctologist. Yeah, I, 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 I think I, we I agree mean, there. No. Yeah, not even close. No. That's it. So I, I had a uh, a a insertion. At the at the doctor a couple years back, mm-hmm. how'd that work out for you? So I go, oh come on, this is awful. He goes, well, how do you think this is for me? I don't love it either. <laughs> so we, how we many were, other people we, were in the room? Just me and the doctor. He didn't have like an assistant, an aide. No, why? So she could watch him insert. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I've never been to one. I couldn't tell. Make me uncomfortable again. Well, you, you when you go to the doctor, they don't check. Well, they check, but right. they don't have like fifteen people in the room. It's not like I'm a, a, right. a, a, neither, a subject. And, not, and neither did I. It was me and the doctor. And how did you feel, by the way, when he said, you think this is good? Now, did you follow up with that? You say, like, is this just the profession in general, or is it me specifically with my own posterior? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not neurotic to that. He, he, was make, he was a lighthearted moment. So you could have retorted with a lighthearted thing of your own. I'm not quick like that. You sell yourself short. 1-800-919-3776. Little more Knicks. We have the melange, so wherever you'd like to go, 1-800-919-3776. And, of course... The very well-respected three stars. The question is, Raymond, will you be doing three stars today, or have you decided you're punting on that as well? No, three stars is happening. Great, and three stars. <laughs> We're doing as, a West Coast three stars. Well, yeah, we'll do the West Coast three stars <laughs> at at uh, one o'clock this yeah. afternoon on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Wasn't someone singing? Didn't we agree that Raymond and and Bauer were going to sing before the show was over like a duet? I said no such thing. I think we did early in the show. I was not in the cards. I do not recall that. I think it's on the, very uh, the best of. I think it's in the, uh, if you go back and listen to the podcast. I'm sure, right? I'm sure you would get that. But you guys do. I, we understand. I mean, Ray started the show today with an attitude. We're not doing the the, uh, the open, the Thursday open, and there's nothing you can do about it. He walked in, he put it on the table, and he slapped it down. Yeah. And, and it was very unsettling. But see, like, you, you take hardship and you take challenges and you turn it into something positive. And that spawned yes. the West Coast Open, uh, which, which I, now which the I West like. Coast Open—that's good for eternity. We can pull that out anytime you want. Uh, I don't. I don't want. I don't want. As long as I get credited every time it's, it's, it's used. your it's your yeah. baby. Like if it, I'm not here, somebody does it. You say it's the West, the Dan Grasso West Coast Open. That's right. The DCWCO. Who's DC? Uh, the DGWCO. Let's go to Ralph in Rockland. Hi, Ralph. You're on 9870 ESPN. Hey, Dave. Hope you're doing great. Um, I want to chime in on your whole funeral situation. Uh-huh. So from one fellow Jew to another, I hope you live to 120 and years of great health. Thank but you. I just want to let you know, if you do tragically do pass on a Thursday or a Friday, there are organizations in our community 
whose whole purpose is to help the funeral go as soon as possible. So you could get buried the same day or even like uh, that how, night. How, uh, here's the thing, Ralph. I pass away today. Like, uh, like, yeah. like I, I get up and I, I trip and I hit my head and, and that and that's it. If that mm-hmm. were to happen, how in the world are you going to have the funeral later today? There is no way. I mean, people are going to want to. I have friends that are going to want to travel in from, from other cities, like uh, take flights. They can't get here in time. Let me explain. There was literally, unfortunately, it was a big tragedy in my community last Friday on, at 11 o'clock. And at 4 p.m., there was the funeral. There's organizations that their entire purpose. Yeah, unless the these family. organizations have mastered the art of time travel. It's not possible. Like, my best friend lives in Chicago. He wouldn't be able to get here in time for the funeral, and he should be at my funeral, probably speaking. So, What does he do? Uh, he's uh, he's a creative. He works in, uh, like... Uh, a creative? Yeah, like what a creative agency, like advertising campaigns. Oh, adver- that, yeah, marketing. Right, marketing, advertising, that kind of stuff. But I have cousins in California that would, would want to show up and, and get here. Well, there's the live stream thing. Yeah, but, but I think they'd want to. You have to give them the option to get here, No. Can't have a funeral five hours later. That's, that's no, preposterous. That's, you're an animal if that happens. Then, uh, then, you, then you tell nobody really cares for you. Dave asked, this is a, this is a good question. Mm. Will emails and texts be read at your funeral? Yours? Yeah. No, why? I don't know. W- why would anybody do that? Well, because we do it on the show. Would we kind of take the show, the show no. to the death? No, I don't think so. No? No. Because I, I think because you're going to have a lot of speakers. Yeah. That's going to fill up the majority of the time. Because after all, you're still then at a funeral. Nobody wants to be there any longer than they have to. I think this would be a different kind of funeral, though. Yeah, but how? Well, I think it would be more low-key, more yeah, like it, light, but you, lighter. But I don't care where you are. Okay, you could be at the Playboy Mansion. If you're there for two and a half hours, eventually you're going to be like, you know what? I've been here long. You, you, you I'm say, good. You, you say that. No, it's, it's true. You have, you know, women in, in scantily clad bikinis walking around the funeral. And you know what? I don't think everyone... Raymond, if we have the funeral at a, a the East Coast version how of the some play, of that dialogue go? A Playboy Mansion, are you like, man, I, I got to get to the Knicks coverage at 6 o'clock? Or are you thinking to yourself, you know I'm what? I'm not saying for Knicks this is, coverage. This is good stuff. Why are we doing this? What do you mean? <laughs> You're trying to make me as uncomfortable as possible. You he meets, a, he meets a woman you uh, at the mansion. How about a, a Playboy model, but she's six one, Raymond from Romania. From Romania, and she says Raymond. <laughs> she's Romanian. <laughs> she's <laughs> Romanian, but she speaks with a Spanish yes. accent. Yes, R- R- Raymond, Go ahead. sit with me and comfort me at funeral. <laughs> comfort. <laughs> Raymond. Raymond, sit with me and comfort me at funeral. Por favor. Would you please sit yourself aqui and comfort me? She's, ro- she's Romanian. She's not at, Spanish. At you speaking with Spanish she says, Raymond, my favorite player, Georgie Haji, the great Romanian uh, soccer player. They played the United States in the 94 World Cup. I know. That's Georgie yeah. Haji. They lost to them, right? Uh, the U.S. lost to Brazil. No, but in, in the round robin. qualifying? Or maybe they tied. I think no, they, they lost. first game in 94 was at the, Switzerland. S- the Silverdome. Against Switzerland. And they tied that game. Then they beat Colombia. They beat Colombia. And that's who the, uh, the... Yes. Yeah. That was a good 30 for 30. That was a good 30 for a 30. A great one. Um, and then they played Romania. I want to say they lost that third one. And then so they lost to Brazil. you think they went 1-1-1 one, 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 and then lost to Brazil when Tab Ramos got elbowed in the eye, broke his eye socket. From the same hometown as Tab Ramos. Do you and... Know Brazil still dominated us with only 10 guys on the field. one nothing final. By the way. 4th of July, uh, 94. By the way, today is a very special day in American sports history. That's correct. 44 years ago today, 5 p.m., Miracle on Ice. Amazing. How good are those guys? They had that ready to go. 
Well, because it's history. I know. They know their stuff. Uh, by the way, that game shown on tape delay, 8 o'clock Eastern, ABC. Al Michaels end? Ken Dryden. That's correct. That's right. That's correct. Come on, that was a nice job by me. We share a brain. Yeah, we really do. Let's go to Dennis in Bergen County. Hi, Dennis. Hey, Dan, Dave, big fans. Hello, Dennis. Uh, Dave, I agree with your top two as far as uh, profession, uh-huh. but number three on top of podiatry, you ever see like the Dr. Pim- Pimple Popper? Oh, that's gross. The, uh, the dermatologist. Imagine, yeah. let, like, let me tell you something. I had like a little pea-sized cyst by my ear, Mm -hmm. and the rancid smell that these things have. Ooze? Was it like oozing? Imagine where this oil could be on this person's body. Uh, You know, it's a great point. You never think about that. And then, you, like in Seinfeld, it's like, oh, cancer. Right? I forget about cancer. But, oh, man. An oozing pus No, I mean, could you imagine if you are like the, the, the dermatologist and has to, like, Get out a like yeah, teenage some, acne. Some people like get off on that. Well, that's weird. People. I still think. I still think to me the the you can't get worse than the proctology. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's his. You never know if somebody's gonna even like you know what might trickle out while that's going. Uh, all right, it's just... uh, Ray, Raymond, um, Rick DiPietro found his way back to the show. Uh, three stars. Let's go. Today's three stars. All right. Well, I'm gonna just skip the honorable mention and just go right to number three. The, uh, Eastern European women who somehow speak with Spanish accents. Raymond, what happened to the Thursday Open? Raymond, take me back to your place and give me my own Thursday Open. Raymond, take me home. <laughs> give me my own Thursday Open! <laughs> Could not get more uncomfortable than that. Number two. Oh, yes, it can, because we talk about Dave and his funeral for about two hours worth of airtime today. I'm dead, show's dead, right? If Dave is dead, the show's dead. But I'll tell you what, the content will live on because we we, we can talk about the, the antics at the funeral forever. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. Number one. And yeah, listen, I made a decision. You can call it lazy. You can call it whatever you want. The fact of the matter is I made a decision. You're going to have to live with it. But, but we did get a nice uh, Thursday West Coast open out of it, even though Dan decided to go off script during it. By the way, you know who wrote that song? Stop it. Stay on script. <laughs> wrote to do that. Unbelievable. <laughs> the, the guy's hijacking the West Coast open. But it's my open. I yeah, it doesn't matter. It. The, the, the open is known as you, you stick to the script. And there was a script, by the way. Yeah. Awful job. Lit Raymond. It on, lit it on fire. Nice job by you. Very, very nice job by you. I mean, what a, what a show. We'll be back tomorrow. We got the morning roast tomorrow. Oh, so love you're going to have to get ready for that. Uh, it's Rule 76. No excuses. Play like a champion. It's Grasa Rothenberg in. Raymond Corpe Omnia. Uh, 9870 SPN. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.